Hi there, I'm Alicia Rubin, and you're listening to Beauty Tap's Luminary Spotlight podcast, where I have intimate conversations with powerhouses of the beauty industry, including brand founders, CEOs, and medical doctors about the businesses, products, treatments, and innovations making noise. Delighted you're joining us. Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of Beauty Tap Luminary Spotlight. We are so honored today to have Jane May Graves with us. She is a scientist, has a degree in chemistry, and is the founder of Lux Beauty, which is a very luxurious, vegan, non-toxic skincare brand featuring precious, high-quality organic ingredients. And having used this brand now for the last six months, I am completely smitten and had to sit down with her and learn more. Welcome, Jane. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you and just your, you know, a, a force in this, you know, realm of clean beauty and beauty products. And so just to be on, you know, I'm honored to be interviewed by you. So thank you. Thank you. Well, let's get right into it. I, I'm going to kick it off with, you know, what really resonates with me after experiencing, you know, almost your full line by now and learning yeah. more about you and your story. Um, you really have a deep committed, you're, there's just such integrity behind your brand and you, down to your transparency, your glass bottle packaging, which I really appreciate. And of course your ingredients and how you source the best ingredients possible. There's so many clean brands today. And I feel like even me as someone in the beauty industry and as an editor who gets so much education, it's confusing. What does it mean to be clean? And is there another term or description that you like to use? Clean's been overused, but I feel like you're really living it with Lux Beauty and, and this brand truly is non-toxic, efficacious, but I'd love to hear you weigh in on, on this clean, non-toxic skincare. Yeah. So really, you know, I created because my mom getting stage four cancer. So everything I do has to be health and wellness focused. So that's really how I look at clean, you know, like high performing. And I'm really a, a big proponent in my life, how I eat USD organic. You know, that means low, you know, no pesticides, no herbicides, you know, no GMOs. So I'm looking at nutrient dense ingredient, high ORAC value ingredients, looking at our skin almost from a nutritional standpoint, really, as like, how can I get the most nutrient you know, pH balance, of course, and everything into a product so that it supports our wellness, it supports our health, and really take our health, say, to the next level and taking our skin to the next level. Thank you for doing it. Now, how can, can skincare brands who label themselves as clean, and there are so many now, I mean, I really appreciate it, as I'm sure you do the clean beauty movement. Even drugstore brands are, you know, putting out what they call clean launches or clean products within their umbrella of products. Yeah. Can a clean product truly be clean if it's housed in plastic? So from a personal standpoint, I'm going to say no. And all of my products are like made for me, my mom, my sister who has psoriasis prone skin. So I'm always going to look at from my health perspective and I have high standards. So I think no, 99% of, you know, all plastic comes is sourced from fossil fuels, petroleum. So, and that can be, you know, contained with benzene and pegs and BPA, but, you know, BP is a very buzzword, but there's BPS. And I wrote a blog actually on this and, you know, how there's so many hundreds of plastic chemicals, but we seem to just really talk about BPA. 
But that was really one of the awakening moments I had when I was really diving into researching and health, you know, going through my mom's healing journey was like, okay, I'm removing all plastic from my life in every possible way. Now it's not completely possible. There's, you know, just glass is not available in every form, but I wanted to make it my mission that in my life and that as I, you know, become, you know, a leader in the beauty industry, that glass is going to be my main focus and it's all custom made glass. And it's definitely challenging. And it's like, it's almost like I wish sometimes I didn't care so much because look, it's more expensive to ship. It breaks, you know, putting a non-liquid product in glass means that there's some left over in the bottom, but you know, then there's problem solvers like spatty patty. So from my perspective, again, everyone has their different health standards. I'm going to say no, because of just, it comes from fossil fuel. Well, I love that all of your products are housed in glass. I've obviously known that glass and high quality glass that you're using is the best for products. There are some skincare products that I have that are housed in and glass, but many are in plastic. So thank you yeah. for sharing that. I mean, a lot of education still needs to happen. The EU, the European Union, has tougher guidelines when it comes to skincare and cosmetics than the U.S., what okay. guides you as far as creating good for you, trustworthy and formulations? Of course, your mom, a cancer survivor. What else do you look to given your background as a chemist? Yeah, so EcoCert, you know, Cosmo standards is really important for me. But also, you know, I consult with like an 80-year-old PhD laboratory clinical scientist. And her focus is hormones and chemicals. And so I read her book like sunscreen biohazard years ago. And I just, she became a friend of mine. I would spend hours interviewing her. And that's actually what inspired the astaxanthin concentrated antioxidant serum. So I think having unbiased cl laboratory clinical scientists are actually doing the work, you know, cause there's a lot of forces that don't want people to know about the toxicity of plastic. And I think it's just becoming more known, but I just think having sourcing from biodynamic farmers, you know, you using USDA organic ingredients, like knowing where your ingredients come from. And I always like say USDA organic because, you know, again, the highest standards are no pesticides, no herbicides. And I also like a lot of people don't talk about this, but standards as far as water, like EWG has a database. I don't know if you checked your zip code yet, but you go into EWG's water database, you put your zip code in and you are going to be angry and surprised and oh my gosh so I always like if you have if I say if I have water in my formula that has to be purified you know get rid of the bromides the heavy metals the arsenic all of these things that really are not clean so I go to that standard you know it's you know creams have you know a water in them so to me it's just it, there's so many layers you know even starting with the water let's purify our water and I really encourage people to go to this database, look at your, you know, your water and um, you'll be astonished. <laughs> what what we're showering in, it is, yes. it, it is scary. And it is. I, you're right. Every, most products have water. It's oftentimes the first ingredient. And yes, knowing that water has so many chemicals in it, and then you're using a line of skincare that has a water that's not very pure, even if it's considered yeah. clean, how how is that water being treated? It's so true. I mean, you could really go down a rabbit hole with this, starting at yeah, number for sure. one and water. I do, 
Exactly. So see, it's a, a very holistic, and I always say holistic integrated, because I guess that's what really opened my eyes up with my mom's cancer. You know, it wasn't one thing, you know, that like made her survive. It was very holistic, very integrative. So I really try to like take that approach to my product. So it is, it's everything from the water to the packaging to ev- sourcing of every ingredient. It's so pure and it's very impressive. I know that it's not easy. We're talking about your mom. Again, she's a stage four cancer survivor. She's who inspired Lux Beauty. I'd love to learn more um, about that process and how your mom is doing today. Yeah, well, I should say positive news. My mom's a stage four cancer survivor. She is a fire and I have a lot of energy and I thank her for that. She and I love, like, she's so excited about Lux Beauty. And so she's doing well. I mean, she had a stroke, you know, you know, recently, but thankfully she came out and is good. I mean, her mind's so sharp, but it, you know, slowed it down a little bit. But so I have to say, cause I encouraged people, look, we all start somewhere. And I did not start like, I mean, I thought I was healthy You know, I was a competitive runner in college. So I thought, oh yeah, I eat healthy, but there's different levels of healthy and different standards. So I will say, So before my mom's cancer, I finished getting my degree in biology and chemistry. I had done research throughout college on biofilms, and I got published very luckily in the Journal of Microbiology. So I'm very science focused. I'm going to medical school. That's what I focus on. And, you know, I get this news that it's like my mom's told she has four months to live. And Wow. Okay. So I will, my mom has a force, you know, my to live and I'm like, okay, there's a better way, you know, like doctors gave up on her. The tumor's too big. Like, you know, that's it. And we were like, no, there is another way. And that's where, you know, I have a little note that goes into, you probably saw with your orders is that I really believe that Lux Beauty is a beacon of light, a beacon of hope, because it doesn't matter what we go through you know, there's, we have to have hope and we have to have inspiration because things can get dark and they can get very scary. So, so basically I moved back home to take care of her and I said, there is a better way. And I found her an integrative doctor and we, you know, that's when I just, I was already in research mode. So I just read everything I could on enzymes and cancer and, you know, plastics and phthalates and just everything that can, really be a burden to our detox pathways that are not supporting our body and our cells and our organs. So that's when I say I took my rosy colored glasses off and it was no longer like, oh, this, you know, sounds really good or this is pretty packaging. And so I really was like, I, when you know better, you do better. And I just, when I went on a mission to find better products, I just was extremely disappointed. I, at the time was using a very toxic cleanser from my dermatologist because I'd had like two pimples and I was terrified to get more pimples. So I'm like, what do I use? Like, and when I went to even use organic products, it was like, am I putting like, you know, petals of flowers on my face and it just, or some clay and it just, it didn't provide uh, noticeable results. So that's when I was like, gosh, you know, I got to create, you know, I was researching raspberry seed oil and I said, oh my gosh, why does no one use raspberry seed oil? This is like the most exquisite, you know, kind of sun protecting properties oil. And I realized, oh, it's like five to seven times the price of oil that people are using. So I just dove deep into this. I want upgraded products and I need products at work and I want them focused around USD organic and actives. 
And I would say like, before I did any clinical testing, my sister has psoriasis prone skin. So everything had to work on her super sensitive skin on my acne prone skin and then safe and effective for my mom. So it was just like a, really a family affair. And then I, you know, I don't know, it just, I, I guess I just, you know, created one product and, and then, you know, people caught on to it and liked it and things. So yeah, it was a long, long journey. <laughs> Your mom is a miracle. It's really, a, I mean, is she being written up in medical journals to go from stage four, four months to live to how many years later is this now? Oh, it's uh, like 12 and a half years later. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of strange that way is um, not really, because I think what happened was her traditional doctors just were like, you know, whatever. They still say she's a miracle, but they didn't really want to know how it happened, which we thought was very strange because like they can use this for their other, you know, patients and stuff. So but she is such a role model for people. You know, a lot of people are touched by cancer. So she will talk to them and inspire them and she's amazing. She became a minister actually after she retired being a principal and she still, you know, has her Bible group and, you know, she just loves people and serving people. An angel on earth. And I love that it's a family affair. Let's chat a little bit about the products, of course, which like I said earlier, I'm a huge fan of, I mean, my like threshold or my proof is when I have an empty bottle and need more. And I feel that way about all of your products. And it's rare. And I'm not saying this because we're chatting today. We even spoke recently. I said, I ran out of the rose quartz toner and the Uh vanilla body lotion. So yes, let's talk about, well, your newest launch, which um, I've been really enjoying, your collagen peptide cream. And I was just mentioning to you that you're, formulations, especially the, this new cream, the collagen peptide and your body lotions, they're like a custard that the texture is so beautiful and rich, but it, you know, does feel, and I know the formulations are obviously so clean and pure, but it feels that way on the skin. And people compliment me all the time when they hold my hand or touch my arm. Oh my gosh, your skin is so soft. So it's a true testament that And the fact that I'm going, getting, you know, through empty bottle after empty bottle. Let's talk a little bit about the collagen peptide cream, which um, you guys just launched. Yeah. So I love peptides, but it's, you know, challenging how to find ones that actually work. So just looking at the clinical data of the different trademark ones from the wrinkle fusion fix and and then also collagen you know unfortunately there's no vegan sources for collagen there's things that can stimulate your own but i just tested different kinds of collagen i really felt the most sustainable was a marine collagen and then you know the word lux in english one of the definitions is a positive sensory experience so that's always a mission of every product that i create that it's, you know, from your first experience of smelling, you know, oh, I want to eat this or, you know, you know, the, the olfactory nerve bypasses the brain. So it's very nostalgic, very memory driven. So I chose Jasmine because Jasmine actually can stimulate our GABA neurotransmitters, which are actually very calming, you know, anti-depression. So Everything, you know, from the experience, the sensory experience of what Lux is, is that, you know, the way it feels and our whole experience around it, I want it very positive. And what we've all gone through, you know, recently, we need uplifting experiences. 
Well, you've achieved that. And yes, I love the jasmine scent. And that leads me to another question I have for you about oils. And you have talked about how there are no cheap oils, obviously, in any of your formulations, but yet we see coconut oil, safflower, safflower oil, so many different oils, uh, jojoba oil in skincare today. And mm-hmm. something may say clean, but if you dig a little deeper, you'll find, oh, their oil is not that high quality. How do you mm-hmm. go about finding and identifying these high quality oils and also Talk to us a little bit about how important it is to have high quality, that just because it says coconut, and that's a buzzword, it's been for both, you know, ingesting coconut and applying it. And you see coconut, oh, this cream has coconut oil, but if it's not the high quality one, then it's not great. Right. And if it's not fractionated, it's going to sit on top of your skin. And like for someone like me with acne prone skin, that does not work. Just like silicones do not work on my skin. I, I mean, our skin, we have to remember is our major detox organ. So I believe it constantly has to be breathing. You know, it's interacting, protecting us from our outside environment. So yeah, I, I'm really like against the whole cheap oil thing, you know, the way I cook too, like I won't use like sunflower, safflower oil. Okay. You could put some coconut oil in your smoothie, but you know, where's the nutritional value? If you look at raspberry seed oil, it's very high in vitamin A and E and the omegas. And it's just the properties of it are like no other oil. I mean, carrot seed oil is great, but it actually can sting. It's like, it's just a little too like strong on the face and stuff. So again, Lux high quality. So we should be, if I'm Lux Beauty, I want high quality oils and oils that are very nourishing, but also very supportive for acne prone skin. And this is where you want USD organic cold press, you know, not hydrogenated or anything that's compromised or will degrade um, the oil. And for instance, sunflower oil, I'm very anti-GMO, most sunflower oil, unless it's USC organic, is GMO. And so again, it's like, I don't eat GMO, so I don't want that in my products. No, thank you. How, yeah. how any tips for consumers when they're reading the labels? I'm a, I'm a big label reader for both food and skincare products. And my daughter is now becoming that way. She'll hand oh, me something. Is this, is this okay, mom? And, you know, we'll look at yeah. it together. Any yeah. tips on what to look for that's a warning sign? You said hydrogenated. And then also, if you're looking at something and you see oils, something that says, oh, yeah, this is a better quality oil. What are like the key words or terms that people should be looking for? Yeah, well, predominantly most um, products are like, you know, water, like a sunflower oil, a glycerin, like I'm anti-glycerin in my lotions, which is very hard to find a glycerin-free I got advised very early on for someone who worked for a huge cosmetic industry that like had like a glycerin lip product and kind of the dirty secret. And again, people could argue me, argue this on me, but I want long-term hydration. So I believe hyaluronic acid is a better humectant where glycerin can actually rob water from deeper levels of the skin. If there's not 62% humidity and you look at the price of glycerin. So you water cheap oils, glycerin, you know, and it's like, it's a an aloe. I love aloe, but if it's in the first ingredients, you know, it's, it's cut some aloe and put on your face. But like, if it's in the ingredients, it's not really adding nutritional value. So, you know, botanicals, herbs, I any mean, herbs are so balancing. And I always think of too is, um, you know, how does it 
like work on our microbiome. And it's hard to know the pH, you know, because that's where chemistry comes in is it has to be pH balanced. So just looking for, you know, you can look at the price of raspberry seed oil. It's five to seven times the price of others. So it's really hard to be a consumer. So I'm not, there's not like a blanket term. I mean, you can use Think Dirty or EWG. That can be helpful, but just, you have to trust the brand, I think, you know, and that they have the high standards. Exactly. And do a little bit of research on the brand. Obviously you guys have, you know, a great website that really explains everything. Your packaging explains everything so beautifully. It's right there, making it very easy for the consumer to understand. It's so wild because glycerin is in everything. It is. So many so-called clean products. Yeah. And the thing is, not a dirty ingredient. Look, I have it in my lightener brightener and I have it in my peptide anti-aging, but I don't say those are moisturizing products. You know, the lightener brighter has a purpose to lighten the skin, brighten the anti-aging is for tightening. So it definitely has its purpose. It can act as, you know, a preservative, which amazing. But when it comes to moisturizing, you'll never find it in my moisturizers and you'll never find it like in my lip products. Cause it just, again, and a lot of people don't want to admit this, but I'm always going to say from my experience, I you know, I don't want to be depleting the moisture from my skin. I want it attracting, you know, water to the skin. I mean, you can go running with my lotion on, which I've done like in Costa Rica, and you have water droplets on your hands and your body because the hyaluronic acid is like, oh, I'm going to hold on to all your water. You know, like it's not going anywhere. It definitely does. I've seen that as well. Um, especially we had a little bit of a heat wave in Los Angeles, not too long ago. And again, getting compliments when people say your skin feels so soft, what more do we need than that? Right. Let's talk about your rose quartz toner, which is one of my favorites. I use it as my toner. I use it as a face spray. And what's different about yours is you're, you're using real rose water, another ingredient like coconut we see rose water in so much. Whole Foods has tons of rose water toners, you know, Sephora and all the credos and department stores. You see rose everywhere, but yeah. it's about high quality rose. So talk to us a bit about how you find your rose water, how it's developed and what people need to know about high quality rose water, because a lot out there is junk. Yeah, it really is. And that's so I really stumbled upon where I'd use like a rose organic rose toner. And I literally was like, okay, it feels like I'm putting water on my skin, did nothing for my skin. But again, I always look at history too. Like I was like, well, Cleopatra raved about rose water. You know, it was like this coveted beauty secret. So that led me on a path of discovery. I'm a very curious person. You know, I want to know. So I went to the oldest rose farm in the world established in 1809. And I tried all these different rose waters. And again, it's a rose hydrosol actually, which means so that, you know, it's steam distilled outside, grown in a biodynamic farm, no motorized vehicles, like handpick once a year. You know, it is the highest quality possible. And when I used, I thought, the enzymes are intact, the vitamins, it is the immune system of the rose. And I don't know if people know, but like, again, I love fresh flowers, but a lot of roses, I mean, they spray them and they put so many chemicals on them. So then it's like, oh, you're making, you know, rose water, hydrosol from chemical filled roses. That is not what I want, like for my wellness practice. So it was just discovering the Elba rose, which is the rarest, most expensive, which 
no one uses. And so that's really how I went on this path of discovering like, okay, I'm learning about the elbow rose, a, a farm established in 1809. I said, wow, this and the results that I get from people healing from burns and rosacea and all these things. Again, I'm not going to make that claim, but the feedback has been beautiful. And I just, again, just a quest of like, why does this rose water never do anything for me? And then I went on a quest to find the most exquisite one that is so nourishing and healing. And then I love crystals. So like Nikola Tesla was actually very much into the energy of crystals. And I thought, well, the rose quartz is the crystal of love and rose is the flower of love. And I absolutely believe more love in the world will make our world a better place. So it's about loving ourselves and the experience of it and embodying that love so that we can feed the world more love. And so I just I just wanted the, everything about it to be just about love at the highest level and highest vibration. You've certainly achieved that. You can feel the love that you, well, I feel it talking to you and the passion, but also the products again, having experienced them. And look, as a beauty editor, anyone in in the beauty business, as a journalist, we get a lot of products. We have to experience them for stories. And then there are the select brands in products that you just want to keep going back to no matter what, that you're going to spend your own money on because yes, we get products sent to us. And I truly feel Mm -hmm. that way about Lux Beauty. Um, It's a very special brand and the integrity and how efficacious the formulations are and your story, it really is very holistic and well-rounded and impressive. So again, thank you for creating this brand and thank you to your mom for inspiring it. I want to ask a couple more questions about the products and then some business strategy. You also launched a new lip balm. So tell us what's different about that because lip balms and lip products are such a huge category and they've grown tremendously. There's actually a store in LA that's opening that's and Sunset, a plastic surgeon friend of mine is opening it, and it's all about lips and lip products. Oh my gosh. So tell wow. us what makes yours different. Well, so the thing using all organic oils was really big for me. And then, you know, hyaluronic acid needs water. So I had to find a way to incorporate hyaluronic acid with oil based. And so I had to find this trademark ingredient. And so I didn't want to put any preservative in it, you know, because if you put water, you do. And so I just wanted a lip plumper because I think I've actually been obsessed with lip products like my whole life. I love lip smackers. And that's kind of when I created my first brand, Ladybug Jinx. an organic vegan version of lip smackers because it's just not healthy for me. I think lip products are just fun. And so I wanted the experience that actually worked and would plump your lips uh, that I don't have to get injections. You know, I wouldn't do that, but you know, it actually visibly, you know, has the tightening feeling, but no ingredients that are ever going to like compromise, you know, our health and that they're all edible because if it's going on your lips, it's, going to be going into your body. So, and then you experience the glass spoon. It was really important for me to have a really wonderful experience with it, that it's like this, your magic wand of, you know, applying this luxurious like lip plumper. So yeah, a lot went into it, but I just was, I always say like, this is my goal to create this product. And if I cannot satisfy all of these requirements that it works, it's organic and all these things, and I can't do it. But fortunately I did. And the feedback's been amazing. And I'll see customers' lips and I'm like, oh my God, like they're so much bigger. It's working. (laughs) That's working. (laughs) 
Speaking about customers, how do you engage consumers today? And I'd love to hear about your strategy in terms of sales. You know, how important is brick and mortar? Whole Foods, you know, got behind you early on. Let's start with engaging consumers. Is it all about social media for you? Is it about meeting with consumers face-to-face? Is it influencers? Is it a whole combination? Yeah, well, I would say definitely. So brick and mortar is everything. I mean, that's how I started. I literally started in one Whole Foods. And I, I, you know, there's, it's amazing. So brick and I didn't even have a website when I first started. I didn't have any marketing strategy. I am purely, I create a product and I got it into stores. So brick and mortar is everything. And so I love doing education in stores and with customers through events, through awareness, because it really is inspiring people, you know, through the story, through, you know, excel, you know, uplifting their wellness journey, feeling they don't have to compromise anymore, that they feel like, wow, you know, I really see results and, you know, maybe organic products do really work. And so social media, yes. I mean, I don't have a social media manager. I will definitely say I haven't found anyone and I kind of don't know how to find these people. So, or like, you know, PR that's, is really important. But again, I guess when you have a ton of money and you have these resources that it's easier to find these type of people, but I have to like, just say that I've grown through word of mouth and through mothers and daughters and aunts and telling everyone and the presence in the stores is really important. You know, like Whole Foods, you know, you going into Whole Foods, that's how you saw it. And then, you know, I'll do some partnership with Air One, but just how I started, I just got, I want to say like lucky because I, I mean, I put a ton of work into this, but really, you know, people finding it who are health conscious And so that led to like, you know, a Vogue feature and New York Times and these things just that's so I just say brick and mortar to me has been everything because that's how I started. And I didn't even launch my website till the end of 2018. And I didn't even have SEO until this year. So I just say because, again, it can be very daunting, you know, online is it's a very real specialty and everyone has to have their niche, you know, social media influencers are user generated videos have been customers um, and I know that's really important. I just have to find the right people that I can partner with that, you know, can support Lux Beauty with their expertise in that brand awareness. What a testament to your brand to have started off at Whole Foods. And again, just people finding you authentically, loving yeah. the brand and growing from there to have just started SEO recently. That that really is such a testament. So kudos to you. Um, Thank you. I feel embarrassed sometimes when I say that because we're like, oh, that should be your focus. But it's like, well, I didn't come from a marketing standpoint. I didn't even know anything about business. So that's why I encourage people like, again, and definitely some luck because again, getting noticed by, you know, certain celebrities and stuff. But again, I didn't pay those people, you know, it was just organically. And I think, and, and I say, I love organic ingredients, but I really have grown organically. It's, it's so apropos. Yeah, it it really is. And it just goes to show that when you put your heart into a brand and the development of the products and you put your heart into the ingredients and make sure they're efficacious and clean, it's, you know, goes back to that saying, if you build it, they will come, you know, from one of my favorite movies, uh, Field of Dreams. But um, that that's you're the perfect example of that, because, you know, you see these brands coming out of the gate. I get pitched them night and day with, you know, a million influencers talking about them and the PR team in place and UGC right and left. And 
you know, and you, you just did it quietly with integrity and heart and it's working for you. And I think that is incredibly inspiring. Well, thank you. I mean, at times it can feel like, oh my gosh, you know, like, cause it, it, it is nice to have that. I say like a force behind you, but again, trying to find the right, you know, person that's not just going to take all your money, you know, that has integrity. So I thank you for that. And again, sometimes I'm a little self-conscious, like, you know, but that's just how I, how I started, you know? So it's work, it's working. <laughs> And I think that that's, I've talked to many other brand founders and this has been a theme is that if you're putting your heart and soul into it and you've got a great product and your consumers trust you, building that trust, you know, that is where you want to be. And and that builds the loyalty. I want to, uh, two more questions. I, I, we could chat for hours. So non-toxic, good for you, brands and foods, you know, organic, they're more costly. Obviously, you know this with everything we've discussed today. What do you suggest for those who are on tighter budgets, especially today with inflation and and things are really more costly than we've seen in quite a long time for those who want to live a healthier lifestyle, but the price points are a little bit too much for them? Yeah. Well, I love that you asked this because actually this is how I really, the foundation of some of my products was, is that I want, you know, it's luxe and you say like, oh, that's expensive. But first of all, multi-purpose products. So like my four-in-one cleanser, you don't need to buy an exfoliator. You don't need to buy a mask. You don't need to buy a makeup remover or cleanser. It's four-in-one. So you're getting all of this and they but the formula is so complicated and so sophisticated. So it was really hard to create, but that was my goal that like you buy one product. I think a lot of companies try to be like, oh my gosh, you need 15 products. But if you just want to have that one, and then I always approach my lotion as it's a multifunctional product that if you, it's face quality first, and then you can use it on your entire body. So if you only want to buy two products, and then also too, that the formulas have to be concentrated. You know, it's like eating whole foods that are organic, you know, can have up to 60% more antioxidants. So you're getting more nutritional value out of the product because it's concentrated and not diluted with fillers and cheap ingredients. And it's true. I remember noticing that when I was applying your vanilla body lotion, my custard, my favorite custardy (laughs) vanilla lotion. Uh, And the scent, by the way, I just have to say, there's so many vanilla scents out there. Vanilla is such a popular fragrance. There's something about yours that's just intoxicating to me. I know it's pure. I know it's clean and, you know, safe. And it's just delightful. It really is an amazing vanilla scent. I cannot get enough of it. But I was reading the bottle as I do. And I thought, oh, my God, I can put this on my face, too. So thank you. You made uh, multi-purpose products, which, like you just answered, helps, you know, in terms of cost effectiveness. Yeah. And then going back to is like, there's so many ways to grow your organic food now, you know, like people, it's amazing. They have like one pot and it goes way up, like with broccoli stems, you know, shopping at farmer's markets. And also, you know, all products in our house, I think have to be clean, you know, for your animals and how you breathe in everything, vinegar and baking soda and a little bit of essential oils. Like you can save a lot on cleaning products by making at home things. So there's just a lot of ways, you know, and like, or so for, I love, I go to farmer's markets. I'm obsessed with farmer's markets and you can save by, by going there and growing your own food. Yeah. Big time. I love the farmer's markets. I mean, and you can taste the quality. A carrot tastes like a carrot at the farmer's market. 
a strawberry has flavor. Whereas at the markets, um, at the supermarkets, you, it's like barely a strawberry taste. I agree. I can't, I'm such a food snob. Like I cannot eat it if it doesn't have any flavor. Cause I, I, I grew up that way. I grew up in a small town in Canada, my next to my grandparents that were organic farmers. So that's what I grew up. I grew up with well water, high quality water. So that's what I know. And so it's like when you, sometimes people have to almost like step away from say that or non-organic strawberry and then try it to kind of know the difference sometimes. Cause you know, our taste buds are trainable too. And yeah, I totally agree. It's so amazing when you have a fresh tomato, organic tomato or fresh tomatoes. I found these tomatoes at our farmer's market that are just unbelievable. Like you just, oh. even my family, what is this? This is a tomato. What we've been eating at the market are just, I don't know what those are. There's some kind of Frankenstein tomato, but this is what a tomato tastes oh. like. Oh, for sure. Harry's berries. Oh, I mean, I went to the farmer's market every day, like twice a week in Santa Monica. I'm actually going to be in Santa Monica, like in June. There's, there's this farm like that's over a hundred years old and they have the best apricots organically grown, like from the 1800s. So that's how obsessed I am with like quality. Like I'm making my work trip around this harvest of, you know, these organic rock fruit. So I love it. <laughs> Yeah, summer's coming and I love all the stone fruits. I'm so excited for the peaches wow. and nectarines and apricots. Oh, um, well, thank you for yeah sharing that and obviously, you know, reminding everyone that your products are multi-use, multi-purpose. So you do end up saving money that way and they are generous sizes. Okay. My last question is, is there anything you can tease as far as new products that we might look out for? I know you just launched the collagen and peptide cream and the lip balm, but I imagine you're in your lab cooking some new things up. I always am. That's what I love. I love being like this crazy organic chemist and I, I have such fun in that. Um, so I have an upgraded health conscious deodorant that there's nothing like it. And so I have that. I mean, the formula is done. The packaging has been challenging because I really like, you know, I don't know, plastic really works with like, you know, moving up deodorant and stuff. So we're working on that. Um, and then I have a high ORAC value that's antioxidant power with astaxanthin and things, um, a body serum that is, again, I don't want to give away the details because this is how I approach everything, like upgrading our health and our experience, you know, versus just a body serum and then an eye cream. And then I have two um, amazing ideas for supplements that like beauty supplements. Oh, exciting. Okay. Yeah. Lots to look forward to here. And yeah. how about a sunscreen? Yeah. So I just tested one actually. And so this is kind of, and I will always be like transparent for my experience. Um, so my friend wrote the book sunscreen biohazard. She's an 80 year old clinical scientist. And so it's very controversial about kind of sun protection, sunscreen. And so I'm still doing a lot of research because again, like I don't know, some of the standards out there for sunscreen, even if it's zinc oxide, I really am researching like how does the body metabolize zinc oxide and titanium dioxide? That's the depth that I go into and I have to consult with her because I, I'm still not like sold on it. Let's just say that. Now I know it's really important, but I love astaxanthin, you know, a little sciencey part. Astaxanthin, you know, is hydrophobic and hydrophobic 
it can penetrate our cell from one end of the other, where vitamin C is only hydrophilic, meaning water leveling. It's um, pro-oxidant, meaning it doesn't oxidize. And it's green and turns red to actually protect itself from UV damage. So I've been looking at a lot of research about using that. And so I'm just still in the research phase of it because again, it's like, I'm still from her findings. It's, there's just not really clean ones, even though they say they are, it's just, it's, it's, I'm torn because I get, I get asked all the time. And that was my feeling exactly is that I, I bet Jane has not gone down this road yet because she has not determined, identified a truly, truly clean sunscreen. And you're not going to put anything out there that does not you know, live up to your integrity. Right. And even when they say non-nano zinc, that's very controversial because it have micro and my, like, it's just, again, and it's, again, it's, it's so, I, I'm so torn still. So I guess I'm working on it, but I'm like, I still have to like really step back with my laboratory clinical scientist who's very unbiased. And as far as like, what am I going to feel very comfortable with? I mean, just right now, like so many sunscreens contain dimethicone, which I cannot use on my skin. And so right now I use my astaxanthin serum. I have a nature preserve in Costa Rica where I give back. I mean, Jane, Jungle Jane. I mean, now I know why I was called Jungle Jane, but so I'm exposed to a lot of sun there. And so I, that's what I personally use. And like Sarah, Sarah Moss, um, Sarah Ann Moss, she is allergic to sunscreen and, you know, she uses Lux lotion. Again, I'm not telling people to use that, but some people just cannot use it, uh, sunscreen because it causes bad reactions. So, um, it's finding solutions that work for us. And, um, so I'm still in research mode. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> okay. We're going to stay tuned. That's so interesting. I was going to ask you, okay, so what do you use Jane as far as sunscreen? So you do yeah. not use any zinc products? No, I don't. I use my astaxanthin serum and I take and it internally it. as well. Astaxanthin is the most, I, that's why I say I'm inspired by nature because if you like where I get it, it has to be organic astaxanthin too because again, the the antioxidant power is like, you know, people always talk antioxidant, this word is thrown around so much and vitamin C, but it's 6,000 times more potent than vitamin C. And so I just think it hasn't taken off because like, who can pronounce it? Like my customers can't even, they're like astaxanthin or whatever, but it's astaxanthin, you know? And it's just, it's so sophisticated in what it does. I mean, it makes, it's an algae that makes astaxanthin to protect its DNA from UV damage. And I, you know, I get it from like the Dead Sea. It's growing, you know, in glass tubes. It's super pure. So it will die if it doesn't make astaxanthin. And you have not got gotten burned at all? No. no. That's amazing. Yeah. I have yeah. to try this I, out. Yeah, I can't call it as that. Because again, like FDA, you know, um, you know, they're strict standards with, with sunscreen. So I don't call it that. I just say for my personal use and the research I did as far as our body using antioxidants, just like nature uses antioxidants as their protection, we can benefit from the protection. Okay. I'm going to get the astaxanthin. Did I pronounce it correctly? Astaxanthin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think we I, should have I, a challenge. <laughs> yes. And you're right. Vitamin C we've heard about for years, ever since we were little and our parents wanted us to drink orange juice for the vitamin C, but astaxanthin, it just needs to become more of just part of the lingo. 
Yeah, I do. I'm very passionate about astaxanthin. I'm like, I wrote already three blogs on it. I'm a, literally obsessed with this when I discovered it. And it's just so good for, and taking it internally as well. It's interesting because when I do trainings at Air One, it's actually the men that work in the wellness department that are already on to, I'm like, what's going on? Women don't know this, but men are taking it for recovery. They're taking it as, you know, their natural sun guard and stuff. And I was like, wow, these guys are onto it. Is there a particular brand you suggest for the one that you ingest? Well, that's where the dilemma is, is so, so there's no sub, no capsule or gel capsule that can be really USD organic with that seal. So all of them I find are natural, but then there's one brand that's saying they're USD organic, but it's in a capsule and the organic USDA is not allowed in any capsule or gel. So I'm like, is there really any organic version out there, which I don't see it like, so I get it from my supplier. So I like make my own. And so I'm able to, but again, there's a void because a lot of them is just say natural, but it's not certified organic. So that could possibly be one of your supplement products in the future, right? Yes, I have a whole avenue that I'm, yes. <laughs> okay, there's so much to look forward to. Jane, thank you so much for spending time with us today. This has been incredibly enlightening and so educational. And um, thank you again for creating such a beautiful line, Lux Beauty. For those watching, it's at Whole Foods. It's uh, online, Lux Beauty, Air One and treat yourself to luxurious, clean, non-toxic skincare with this brand, you will be hooked. And I'm saying that as someone who tries it all. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. You know, like I said, this is my first interview. So I appreciate your integrity and, you know, just staying like true to your values. and, And thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you again. And please join us next time for the um, latest installment of Beauty Taps Luminary Spotlight. Thank you for joining Beauty Taps Luminary Spotlight podcast. Stay tuned for our next chat with beauty industry thought leaders driving innovation. Find us at beautytap.com and follow Beauty Tap on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Beauty Tap Official. See you next time.